Hi, and welcome to Effective's Top 10 Tips podcast. Each episode is a quick roundup of practical, easy-to-implement tips on a wide range of management and personal development themes. As always, full show notes for this episode, including a handy summary of each tip, are available on our website. Just see the episode notes for this and many other useful links. We also offer workshops and coaching on all topics covered in this podcast series. Today's episode is on the formula for success. And unlike all other top tens, this is a top five podcast. Tip number one, belief. If you want to make a success of yourself or out of something, then you absolutely must have self-belief. And of course, belief in the product or service that you're offering. A belief doesn't in itself lead to success, but a lack of belief absolutely will guarantee failure. A belief is some view you have about yourself or your product or the world. It's just an opinion. It's not a truth. It's not a fact. And yet, once you have this belief about yourself or something, it acts on you as if it were a truth. You're committed to it. Your belief becomes, for you, your truth. And of course, if it's a truth for you, then you have to think and behave in ways that make it a truth. That is the essence of what we call a self-fulfilling prophecy. Whatever we believe, we give ourselves permission to achieve, because in order to maintain the belief as if it were a truth, we have to make it real. So if I believe I'm clumsy, then I have to be clumsy and knock into things or knock things over or drop things, because that legitimizes or validates my belief. So if you believe you lack confidence, then you have to act in a non-confident way to validate the belief. And if you believe you can't do something, you have to demonstrate that you can't do it. Tip number two, commitment. You have to have a strong and powerful belief, which is a great start, but that alone won't get you very far. You also have to have a strong and powerful commitment to doing something about it about putting your belief into action, about making it happen. I'm deliberately using the term commitment rather than motivation, because whenever you're attempting something new or different, it's likely to be difficult or challenging at various times. So you're not always going to be motivated. Some of the things you will have to do will not in themselves be motivating. Working long hours, struggling with a tricky problem, making a tough decision... These things are not likely to float your boat, but you need to be committed to doing them nonetheless. A sense of personal pride is important. Personal integrity to honour your word, especially to yourself. That's commitment. Tip number three, technique. So, you have the required belief and the required commitment. But again, these two factors alone won't do. As a college lecturer for 10 years, I taught and assessed hundreds of students and there were some, maybe perhaps many, with a strong belief in themselves and who committed massive effort to their coursework but still didn't achieve the results their hearts desired. And one of the main reasons for this was quite simply and bluntly a lack of skill, ability or technique. Their passion and commitment weren't enough. They needed to be skilled 
and be able to do it to the level required. So for a period of time as a lecturer, I taught exam technique because at the time exams were very much part of the assessment. So exam technique was quite simply how to pass exams. What techniques were helpful? Students with good exam technique tended to do better than those with poor or no exam technique. And here's one more thought on this tip. Techniques also include strategy. Strategy is the finding of the way of doing something that works. Many people I've met and worked with feel they are personally hopeless or inadequate, when in fact it's the strategy they're using that is hopeless and inadequate. It's not them. So strategy is, for me, a key part of technique. When something isn't working, look first at the strategy rather than the individual. Tip number four. Practice. Persistence. Perseverance. Doing it time and time and time again and again and again. So there's a distinction between technique and perseverance. It's no good doing the same thing over and over again if nothing is changing or improving. If no new or better levels of skills or techniques are being developed, that's simply a frustrating waste of time and effort. If I wanted to improve, say, as a soccer player, it would require more than just kicking a football 10 or 100 or 1,000 times. It would require discovering, then using particular skills and techniques about kicking that football. So that each time I kicked, I would be improving through the improving technique. In essence, technique is to me the added value to persistence. Yes, you need to persist, to practice, to keep going. But you need to do so with the added value of improvement. And that's technique. Tip number five, ownership. You have to own, or at least have access to and control, all the things that will significantly affect your success. Clearly, you can't control everything that might affect success. For example, if you're running an outdoor event, you can't control the weather. But the more of these variables you can control, the more likely you are to be successful. I think my favourite example of this is driving. You can believe you're able to drive. You can be committed to learning to drive. You can acquire all the skills and techniques necessary, and you can practice those techniques until you become competent enough to pass your test. Then, what you need is a car, and money to pay for the insurance, and for the fuel, and so on. The previous four things, belief, commitment, technique, and practice, are great. But you also need to own and have access to the car, the resource you need. So the fifth factor is different from the other four in respect of this issue of ownership. The other four factors, belief, commitment, technique, and practice, are all owned entirely by you. It's your belief, it's your commitment, it's your acquiring techniques, and it's your practice. You own all four. But there isn't truth for all the other factors that make the difference. So you're going to have to work to get control and ownership of the things that matter to your success. That makes the difference. This doesn't make you a control freak. It makes you worldly wise, sensible, intelligent, organised, and as proof of that, only control the things that are critical and let go of the rest. So tip number five, 
Bring what you need under your control. So, I thought I'd summarise these five key factors for success as a mnemonic. And the mnemonic is B-C-T-P-O. So, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it or leave us a review. Remember, you can find full show notes on our website, plus a growing library of free resources which you can easily search by theme to find content that's relevant for you. We also offer workshops and coaching on a wide range of topics. Links to all of these resources are in the episode notes. Thank you.